Welcome back to Otani Comes to America. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. So, Monday, the team had a day off, but Otani went to Arizona early. Hashtag no days off. No days <laughs> off for Otani. I guess he's been listening to the show. I've been giving him a bad <laughs> rap about, like, you know, chilling and vacay, but he's showing otherwise now. So on that Monday, Otani threw his first simulated game. Supposedly he went partial faux gorilla, which is kind of an oxymoron. (laughs) Doesn't make sense much. (laughs) So like we said, that was in Arizona, which is where the Angels have their spring training facility and also where one of their minor league teams plays as their home stadium. Otani faced off against some rookie minor leaguers in that simulated game. First time Otani's facing hitters in a while. Yeah, so far it's just been bullpen sessions. And we mentioned, like, some hitters had stood in for quote-unquote perspective, but they weren't actually swinging before, now they were. And as we mentioned before, they're in Arizona, so the Angels face the Diamondbacks. So this Tuesday, Otani goes 0-for-1 on his pinch hit. The Angels lose 5-4. to It was pretty sad, though. They lost on a walk-off error in the ninth inning. Then on Wednesday, Otani had another simulated game before the Angels' actual game. He struck out six and allowed a hit in two innings and 32 pitches. And he also threw 25 pitches in the bullpen beforehand. Then we move on to the game on Wednesday, where again, Otani comes in to pinch hit. He does go one for one, pinch hit single, Angels still lose five to one. Then on Thursday, you guys want to guess what it is? It's a day off. No activities, no throwing sessions. He's been stuck on the same season of Friends. He got to put in a few episodes. (laughs) I'm sure he enjoyed it. Then we go into the weekend against the Houston Astros. Angels are going through a pretty rough stretch here. These are pretty hot teams, all playing for playoff contention. Let's go on to Friday. Otani didn't start the game again. Houston threw out Dallas Keiko, who's a... Pretty tough lefty pitcher. So he comes up to pinch hit, goes 0 for 1. He does strike out. The Angels ended up losing this one 9 to 3. But there was a little bit more that happened during the game. Otani's bestie, Martin Maldonado, Uh was reunited with Otani. For those who don't know or don't remember, Maldonado previously was the catcher for the Angels in the beginning of the season, and then he was traded to the Astros in July, right before the trade deadline. And him and Otani were great friends. This was Otani's Spanish-speaking buddy. Like, <laughs> It's true. It's the one person he could talk to. <laughs> Supposedly before the Angels had their pregame hitting BP, batting practice, Otani snuck around the cage and tried to creep up on Maldonado before he could see him, but Maldonado knows his brother. He turned around before Otani could get to him. And immediately they hugged. Maldonado slapped him around playfully a little bit. <laughs> Why does it seem like everyone bullies Otani? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, like Loki just taking playful jabs. and It's like, oh, Otani, you gotta go full gorilla <laughs> outside the pitching practices, you know? Show them who's boss. Also on their relationship, we saw a new piece of info that before Otani came to the Angels, Maldonado apparently studied 200 hours of Otani's pitching in Japan. That is nuts. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably okay with it. He's watching his bestie for 200 hours. But 
it's like crazy to hear these things of like how much work these players put in behind doors that we don't even see or anything. That's a lot of footage, bro. Yeah. <laughs> also for Maldonado, it was the first time he had been in the visitors' locker room of Angel Stadium, and he said it felt weird to be on the other team. Although the crowd did give him an ovation when he came up for his first at bat. Maldonado actually threw out Otani trying to steal third. We know. We call him Mr. Hot Wheels on this one right here. So <laughs> Maldonado still threw him out, and he couldn't hold it back. He let out a little smirk. Just looked at Otani real quick, letting him know, like, oh, not on me, bro. Friday was also 80s night at Angel Stadium. They gave away 80s-style jerseys to fans who came to the game. And they also had photoshopped images of players on the scoreboard. For Otani, they picked one of my favorites, the Breakfast Club, shout out John Hughes, and put Otani's face onto Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> it's a pretty decent Photoshop job. It looks sort of natural, man. <laughs> <laughs> they also put him in Top Gun with Tom Cruise. Otani's in the cockpit of the plane. See, this one looks a little bit more uncomfortable for him. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good, but hey, worth the try. So we mentioned the rookie Taylor Ward last week. Hit his first bomb right after Otani in Texas, you know. This was his first home game, and boy went deep again. So he might be a exciting player to look out for next year. But what we're really excited for is that Trout is back DJ noise. So yeah, Trout is back. We had mentioned before he was on a DL stint, little wrist injury. Then had a little family incident. Yeah, for those who didn't hear last week's episode or need a refresher, Trout's brother-in-law, Aaron Cox, who had been a minor leaguer with the Angels also. Crazy situation. He just passed away. Had just retired the week before his death at 24. It was tough for Trout. So this was Trout's first game back on Friday, and it was also the start of Players Weekend. Kev, why don't you break down for people what Players Weekend is? It's pretty much a weekend about the players. Give players the opportunity to be themselves, be creative, use their nicknames on the back of their jerseys, kind of give it a little bit more of a fun little league type feel to the game. Yeah, some have like custom pleats also. Yeah, and- like we have... For example, like Didi Gregorius, a shortstop for the Yankees, actually draws cartoons himself on his cleats. Yeah, it's all about having fun, having different jerseys. The jerseys were like super bright in color this week. <laughs> yeah, so for Players Weekend, all the teams also wear different colored jerseys as well. Jerseys, hats. It's pretty much like a three-day period where... All the color and uniform rules kind of go out the window to an extent. Yeah, and for Otani's, he had his classic showtime on the back of his jersey. Another thing for Players Weekend is that each player also has a patch on the sleeve of their jersey where they're each allowed to write in, in their own handwriting, something or some people who matter to them most. Otani put the Japanese phrase Kazoku, which translates to family. And speaking of family, Trout took advantage of Players Weekend, and as we mentioned before with his brother-in-law situation, Aaron Cox, Trout put A. Cox on the back of his jersey, 
as a last minute tribute to him which was nice and the angels also held a moment of silence for cox before the game i'm sure that helped somewhat for trout to deal with coming back he said it was the toughest game of his career then we go on to saturday where Tony had another one of those busy days he's been having lately he completed a 21 pitch bullpen session all fastballs though then we move on to the game Tony had a good one. Two for three with a Mr. Hot Wheels double. <laughs> a bomb, a.k.a. Dinger. A.k.a. Home Run. <laughs> a.k.a. Home Run. Let's not forget. Two RBIs, one run, one strikeout, but who cares? Let's go back to that home run. Off of great. Off of Verlander. We should, like, clap it up. <laughs> Verlander is, like, who is he? He's like a Darth Vader or something <laughs> in the major leagues. <laughs> but yeah, like arguably a Cy Young contender has won the Cy Young before. Otani just clocked it. And Verlander also had a scoreless streak at Angel Stadium of 26 innings before Otani hit that home run. Not on Otani's watch, man. That's not going to happen. We mentioned that Maldonado and Otani are good friends have some friendly competition in the games too but that doesn't really extend to the astros and angels overall so we had this mention justin verlander one of the best pitchers in the game the astros have jose atube one of the best players in the game he was hit by a pitch by reliever justin anderson in the seventh yeah anderson the angels reliever got atube right in the elbow where Altuve had actually just gotten hit a few days before in that same spot during a rehab game in AAA. Just coming off of an injury, too, so getting hit a couple times in the elbow. <laughs> Not good. Not good. There was retaliation. Otani got drilled in his lower back on a pitch by Robert Osuna of the Astros. This was also the first pitch. It was a fastball. There was two outs, nobody on the bases, like... All indications that point to this being intentional. Pretty intentional. Like, first pitch, yeah. Base is clear, yeah. Both teams also got warnings right afterwards from the home plate umpire. Also, for those who don't know, Osuna is a pitcher who has been in the headlines a lot this season because he's been charged with assault for domestic violence, and he has a court date in September. And he intends to plead not guilty, but let's be honest, it's not looking like that's really the case. He was suspended for 75 games, and the Astros traded for him in the middle of that because they needed a reliever, and many have called the Astros out as saying that was a wrong decision and that they put winning above ethics. And people have also called out Major League Baseball for not giving a strict enough punishment. Yeah, this is one of those situations where, like, they could probably do something a little stronger or stricter about it. So, yeah, we have this player in Robert Ozuna that gets suspended but still might help the team possibly reach the World Series and win the World Series. Yeah, I mean, he's already playing again now from beginning of August, and it's just kind of weird that he's not just suspended until the court date is done. You right. Know? For context, Osuna was the youngest player to ever reach 100 saves. He throws 95 miles an hour. He's 23. 
And before this, he was a great reliever in the league. But now there's all this controversy and the Astros are just getting ridiculed as they should. But this didn't end there. In the ninth, Angels reliever Deck McGuire hits Yuli Gurriel. Didn't look intentional, but he still gets kicked out. Little after, Mike Sosha gets kicked out after trying to protect his player. Finally, we move on to Sunday, where Otani sits down for most of the game again. Another lefty pitcher does come in to pinch hit. 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Angels lose this one 3 to 1. Just a quick note. <laughs> if you guys didn't notice, the Angels did not win a game this week. They are currently on a six-game losing streak that goes back on to last week. So, not a good week. Other than that, nice dinger from Otani. Well, next week, Otani will throw another simulated game on Monday where he's scheduled to throw 45 to 50 pitches, which is up from 30 pitches in the previous week's game. We also got some new comments from Otani. According to him, after he got his PRP shots, he never really felt pain on his elbow. For those of you guys that don't remember or don't know, Otani got some PRP shots to help with his elbow injury, and we hadn't heard about this because Otani was not allowed to speak about this for almost a month after the injury happened. So next week, the Angels faced the Colorado Rockies at home Monday and Tuesday, and for the second weekend in a row... The Angels face the Astros, but this time at Houston, Thursday through Sunday. That wraps up this week of Otani Comes to America. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. And we'll see you next Monday. Peace.